Welcome to All Caring Conversations. Your health and wellness matters. I'm your host, Tracy Dawn Brewer. Happy Farmers Market Week! We have a timely discussion to help celebrate these amazing markets during August 6th through the 12th, a podcast episode with our own Colleen Berrickman. Colleen is a repeat guest on our program, and we're sharing the reasons to shop at your local farmer's markets and how to do it successfully. Welcome to a new episode of Alt Caring Conversations. Today, I have Colleen Berrickman, who's been with us before. She's one of our registered dietitians with our Alt Care Wellness team. And we are going to talk about farmer's markets today. So welcome back, Colleen. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk about farmer's markets. I love farmer's markets. I attend them uh, here in our community all the time. And I'm glad that you're going to share your insights on advantages of shopping for far- at farmer's markets, maybe preparing meal based on what you find um, with those seasonal fruits and vegetables and meats at our markets. So as a dietitian, can you share why it's important to consume fresh fruits and vegetables that are grown locally versus maybe picking something up at the grocery store um, that's shipped in from another location, frozen or canned? Yeah, yeah. And I think this is a great uh, question. One of the definite um, pros to having these farmers markets, Um, you know, as Ohioans, we don't always have the advantage of getting the freshest produce. Um, so you mentioned, yes, they have been shipped, you know, quite a few miles to get yeah. to our local grocery stores. And during these summer months is when we can take advantage of having this nutrient dense, um, tasty produce, um, you know, right, right down the street from us. Um, so this produce um, is picked at its you know peak of its ripeness so a lot of the farmers they'll either pick it that day or the day prior um as opposed to the produce that you get in the local grocery stores could be you know weeks um, by the time it gets to you um, they've traveled long distances um which leads to depletion and a lot of their nutrients you know um Unfortunately, and that's not to steer people away from choosing the produce in the local grocery stores, you know, when that's our only option, um, but rather steer you in the direction of taking advantage of these local farmers markets while you can um, and getting the better, you know, higher quality nutrition from these as well as noticing the taste difference, you know, um, is a huge thing too. Yeah. And you're helping our local economy and that's helping all of these smaller businesses, which I love. Absolutely. And that's, you know, one thing I I wanted to mention too, it's the experience just as much as it is the quality, you know, of the Mm -hmm. produce. So it, it's something, you know, I look at it as a parent perspective, just because that's like the stage of life I'm in right now. And it's a fun activity to be able to take your kids to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, on a weeknight that, is free. Um, and you know, a lot of times on a weeknight that's free. So, um, like with melons or, you know, cantaloupes, those things, they have those out a lot of times as samples and it's a great way to get your kiddos to, you know, try things if they are a picky eater or, you know, get some good nutrition in while they're there helps to engage them. Um, 
And another fun thing to do is while you have those farmers in front of you asking them, you know, what's your favorite thing to do with the oh, yeah. produce that you grow? You know, they might have different recipes than what you were planning to do or, you know, so yeah. it's the experience. Yeah, definitely talk to them because I have learned so many new ways to prepare the things that they're offering. And mm-hmm. I've tried a variety of different things. Um, one that sticks out, I go to the North Canton and the Canton farmers markets all the time. Okay. Uh, okay. I know Know Your Roots, they organize tons of markets all over our community and the county and beyond. And yeah. uh, I love to get mushrooms. And so Miller's Mushrooms is one of the farmers that are there. And they had a mushroom called a lion's mane. And yeah. He was like, hey, you know, this, if you prepare it with this recipe, hands me a recipe, it tastes just like crab cakes. And I was like, what? And we did that. And my husband, who does not eat seafood, was blown away because he loves crab cakes. It's like the only seafood he'll eat. And he was like, this is incredible. And it was all mushroom, mushroom and breadcrumbs. So it was incredible. So don't, that's a great suggestion. Don't discount talking to the farmers and everyone that's vending at those markets because they do, they have great insight on what to do. Or if you're like, Hey, I want to make, you know, a, a meal for a group. And, you know, I see there's a lot mm-hmm. of vendors that have different uh, meats and um, you know, they have chicken and stuff and you can get them there. And it's like, I want to, you know, cook for 10 people and they'll help you decide how much you need. And it's just, it's a great experience, just like you said. So don't, yeah, don't just walk through, stop and talk to them. And, and you, you know, I was so quick to jump to um, the fruits and veggies, you know, and you just brought up a fantastic point of like, yeah, the meats there are, you know, versus like conventional, what you're going to get a yeah. lot in the local grocery stores. Um, it's a great time to take advantage of local grass-fed beef, um, exactly. you know, organic cage-free eggs, all oh, yeah. of that stuff yeah. will be available too. So yeah. Yeah. There's vendors that have goats. So they have goat cheese, they have soaps. So it's just, you know, besides yeah. the fruit, it's just great. I love that. Mm-hmm. So do you have any, um, disadvantages for shopping at a farmer's market that you would want to share with our listeners? Yeah. Um, and there's not really a ton, you know, um, like I mentioned, it, I because I said the local produce in our grocery stores isn't as um, high in nutrients, I, that's not to steer you away. Um, but one disadvantage of shopping at a farmer's market would be that unless it's labeled organic, there's no way of knowing for sure if those farmers use pesticides or fertilizers. So if gotcha. it's not labeled organic, you can assume that they did use those um, fertilizers and pesticides. Um, so then it would be up to that individual consumer to make the decision whether they want to buy organic or conventional. Um, so the Environmental Working Group, um, the EWG, Mm-hmm. has a great re- resource on their site. Um, and then it reviews the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen, mm-hmm. um, which will be one of the links, I think, that you will upload that they can easily um, yeah. you know, click on to get that. So yeah. the EWG, I think it's like a little pocket guide that you can clip it out. You can keep it in your purse just as an easy reference, not that you can't look at it on your phone. Um, <laughs> to see, you know, okay, if I 
it's not, or if it is available to me and I, you know, can afford to buy this organic produce, I'm going to go ahead and make this choice. Yeah. Um, so another disadvantage would be just the selection difference, you know? So obviously if you are looking for, uh, let's say like bok choy, you know, for a Chinese, (laughs) um, um, dinner that you're cooking, you might not be able to find that, you know, at the local farmer's market, but more often than not, they're going to have what what you need. Um, and then, um, lastly, you know, I just mentioned too, sometimes, you know, scattered throughout the market, you will run into maybe some pastries or pies or cookies and things. They look really good. (laughs) They may be enticing to draw you in, but you know, they're not always the most healthy. Not to say we can't have those things, but just be aware that, you know, those could um, you know, grab your attention. And we don't want to make that what we are going to purchase each time. Yeah, your primary goal. No. It, yeah. But I love what you were saying about finding out uh, about the organic uh yeah. component because that farmer that they're right there. So you can also talk to them and like ask those specific questions. Whereas you have to depend on the label when you're in the grocery store or the market. And so that's nice. You're going to be able to have that one-on-one conversation to really dig into those questions and find out. So that that's great. Yeah. And it's even fun, like just asking about like their soil, you know, what do they do to keep their soil healthy um, and plentiful with, with nutrition um, so that they have high quality high quality fruits and veggies. Today's episode is brought to you by our health and wellness department's playlist on our YouTube channel. Find AltCare on YouTube and the health and wellness playlist has everything from cooking classes to exercises you can do at home and more. Subscribe to us today. Yeah, and so since things are so seasonal and so fresh, like vine ripened tomatoes, you're actually, I mean, they're gonna be right off the vine. They just taken those and brought them to the market. And you're going to get it right in that season. So you're spending money on fruits and vegetables. Do you have some storage hints or ways that we can keep our items lasting longer to make the most of our money? On social media, I've seen some great hints like people are putting things in glass jars and they're just touting how these are just incredible. It's making things last so much longer. Do you have any insight on things like that? Yeah. And so it's all going to be... It's the individual item that you're talking about, right? So if we're talking about berries, they don't like a lot of moisture. So when we get home from the farmer's markets, um, it's best not to wash them until you need them, you know? Um, But a lot of people like to just make it as simple as I'm going to pull this out and I'm going to consume it during their week. You know, mm-hmm. um, not that it takes that much effort to, you know, rinse your, rinse your berries, but, right. um, if you do like to, um, have them like in a glass jar readily available, it's best to rinse them in a strainer and then, you know, have them laid out on a paper towel so that you're getting all of that moisture out. Um, you can put them back into that, like a shallow container or in a glass container. Um, maybe you put in a paper towel or some butcher paper. That way it's absorbing any extra oh. moisture. Okay. Um, and then they won't go bad as quickly. 
Yeah. So it really does depend on the actual produce that you're wanting to store and how best to store it. So that those are, those are great. That's a great hint. Cause Even, I, you know, if we're talking about like leafy greens, um, okay. so keeping those leafy greens unwashed, refrigerated in an airtight container. Um, if again, you want to pre-wash those, making sure that you wrap them in a paper towel or that butcher paper to again, absorb that extra um, moisture. If we're talking about things like um, more of like the heartier vegetables, like root um, vegetables. Yes. Yes. The root vegetables. So beets, turnips, sweet mm-hmm. potatoes, carrots, parsnips. Um, they aren't as picky um, about where they're being stored at, you know, in the fridge. So if you want to buy those items, if they still have the greens attached to them, you know, and you want to use those greens. So specifically like the beet greens or the turnip greens, make sure that you cut those off and you store them separately um, in an airtight container, because if that moisture is around those, the actual item, like the beet or the turnip, um, it will cause that to, you know, just ripen or rot faster. Okay. That's a good hint. Yeah. Yeah. But as, as far as like, I don't know if you're familiar with ethylene, you know, the gas that yes. some of those, yes, vegetables. I've heard it. I've heard of that. It. It's not like I'm a professional, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's going to depend. There's ethylene emitting and then ethylene sensitive fruits and vegetables. Um, so that ethylene causes them to rot and ripen faster. So okay. you want to make sure that let's say, for example, um, sweet potatoes and potatoes, those are best dried in like, or best, excuse me, stored in like a dry, cool, dark room away from the ethylene emitting um, oh. fruits and vegetables. So things like onions and bananas, um, you know, and a lot of times when we think about like, sometimes we store them in our pantry and we have our oh. onions and our potatoes right next to each other. And um, we notice that they might start to get those eyes on them you know, that we have to be mindful and take those away. So, um, yeah, that's another, it's, it's a lot to go through all the fruits and vegetables and how to store them. That would be very tight time consuming. So that again is one of the, um, quick references that we have listed. It'll lay out like fridge, I love um, that. you know, counter (laughs) space, pantry. Yeah. And temperatures that you would want to keep those fruits and veggies at. Yes, because I remember growing up, my mother put everything in the refrigerator. And now I don't store my tomatoes, for example, in the refrigerator. I put them on the counter. Right. So I, you know, over time heard that that was best. So, yeah, I love that we're going we're gonna to share that reference for everyone to, to store and uh, have their veggies and fruits properly, you know, and longer, last longer. So that's good. Right. Right. And as far as um, I wanted to make sure I didn't disregard your point about like storage with uh, keeping them fresh longer, but as well as a common question that I get is like plastic versus glass. Yes. Um, And, you know, their most containers that are out now are BPA free, um, but glass is just always like a sure like a safe option that we know that these chemicals aren't being leached into our food. Yeah. 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 Just brings me back to canning days. I mean, over all the glass jars that we canned in for years. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you have any personal favorites that you look for when you go to the farmer's market? Yeah, I do. Um, So I feel like 
some of like my, my staple items are obviously like the berries. Um, my daughters love berries. My nine month old could like devour a carton of blackberries. <laughs> um, I like to buy sourdough bread too. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. So I, sourdough bread is very time consuming to make. And, and so if I can get it, someone else made it and it's fresh. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Um, corn on the cob, definite mm-hmm. like summer favorite, um, and watermelon. Those are a couple of my favorites. Yeah, I agree with those. Those are so good to get the farmer's market because you know, they're grown locally and there's especially our sweet corn in Ohio. Oh my gosh. No, I know. And so that, good. you know, talking about like storage examples, cutting that, that is like the easiest one, cutting yeah. that co- corn off the cob, throwing it in, you know, a storage safe container and putting it in the yeah. freezer. So that, yeah. you know, in January, you're going to have a taste yeah. of Yeah. Exactly. I love freezing a lot of vegetables. I actually freeze after I've blanched them, the um, beet greens. So I can put those into like pastas and stuff. Like I would use like spinach. It's so good. I love beets. So yeah. And honey. I love our local honey. It's so good for you. So good for you. Yeah. Especially if you suffer, you know, from seasonal allergies and and things. Um, even like just the what other things, you know, you're, you're sprinkling in some other things that you would find like the pickles, you know, oh yes. um, <laughs> be like other bee products. So like right. the, the soaps, the lotions, the candles, like, and Colleen, the variety of honeys, like the different flowers that right. the bees produce the honeys from. It's just incredible what you can get. I know. I know. So uh, especially if you're like you're you're a tea drinker and you like your honey like having that um just little bit of taste difference yeah is so delicious yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you and can get, get the cooking. honey straws yeah you can get the yeah. straws that you can yeah. test like I don't want clover honey or you know whatever it's just so good I love that yes and different some of the um vendors they mm-hmm. offer different flowers based on their baking. So you can try, you know, different almond flour or wheats or different, you know, and different yes. breads. There, I know a friend that goes to the farmer's market for bread because they have this sprouted grain that mm-hmm. she can get and you can't hardly find it in the stores, mm-hmm. but she can get it from those bakers. And it's, yeah, it's so good. It is so good. I know. I know. You mentioned like the honey sticks that I was like, uh, I have fun memories of doing that when I was younger. Like just, I love like, those. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love getting those. They're so good. So do you have a special way that you like to prepare? You said like taking the kids is just a fun outing, you know, to go mm-hmm. to the farmer's market. Do you take a certain kind of bag or, or frozen, you know, the freezer bags with you? Like what should you do to prepare to go? Yeah, I, I think it depends on y- your goal there, what you're looking to get always make sure you you bring a reusable bag, of course. Um, you know, if they always have like grocery, like the plastic grocery bags, mm-hmm. if we can even cut down on them using that, just throw them in your bag. Um, there's so many fun ones you can get at the I know. local grocery stores, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, and then it even you, make one. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you're crafty like that. You make <laughs> um, and then if you're going to be purchasing meats, making sure that you bring a cooler along, mm. along with you, you know, it, especially if you plan on, I guess 
if you're going to plan on spending an hour or two there, making sure that's your last stop. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That's and smart. then I think something that makes it easier is buying one with wheels. Cause sometimes you're in like grassy areas and that's really smart, you know, and you don't want to be lugging that. No, and, no. I yeah. make my husband carry everything, but he'd probably appreciate it after I bring a wheel <laughs> cart. Especially if I go to Hartville, because then you're walking through all of those oh vineyards. There's so many, and it's just incredible. And it can be pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's smart. I, I should do that. <laughs> yeah. But knowing, you know, knowing that the the ODA, so the Ohio Department of Ag, that they state that those meats that they bring have to be kept at, you know, safe yes. temperatures, so at freezer temperatures. Um, so you want to make sure that you are, you know, putting that on ice and then sticking it in your fridge right when you get home. Right. I know all the meat vendors that I have purchased from at the local markets, they are actually plugged into little freezers and their trucks have freezers. So they're not just like putting, you know, whatever they're selling out on a table. It's actually kept at those right. temperatures. And so they're very responsible about that. So that's, they are, to, they inspect all of those. Yeah. Um, all of like the, the vendors, the facilities where those meats are. Yep. yep. Prepared. Yeah. So are there any items other than that that you think that people should approach with caution when they're at the farmer's markets? So and this is not just for farmer's markets, you know, so general food safety practices apply Mm -hmm. here, you know, so harmful bacteria that could be found anywhere. So in the soil and the water, so they might contaminate those fruits or veggies um, during, you know, when they're transported or when they're grown. So, um, in storage. So it's important that we wash our produce thoroughly before we consume it, um, using cold water. Um, but if we want to, you know, turn it up a notch, making sure that we use, so it'll be depending on the amount of produce you're washing, but I use like one cup vinegar to four cups water. Okay. Um, I let that sit, you know, for maybe 15, 20 minutes that will help to remove any debris, bacteria, pesticides. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and then making sure again, you're letting that dry out before you put that back into storage. Um, avoid bu- buying any maybe bruised or damaged produce that may okay. be stating the obvious, but, um, just being mindful of that. Um, what are some other, just, you know, when we come home and we are cleaning the, that produce, um, it could be transferred to that cutting board if, okay, you know, so making sure that we put that cutting board, we're cleaning that one or we're cleaning that, putting it in, um, mm-hmm. what's that called? The dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or scouring it really good with antibacterial soap and hot, hot water. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. If you have an, uh, yeah, not, or a porous one. Yeah. Um, and I, a lot, of, a lot of people like to sample stuff while they're at the farmer's market. So just making sure, I'm sure if those samples like aren't sitting out in the beating sun, <laughs> you know, yeah, being you know careful with things like that too. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, if you're purchasing any pre-cut bagged or like packaged produce, okay. so like you said, you know, watermelon or melon, making sure that those are stored in the refrigerator or have been kept on ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. So I'm glad that you mentioned we're going to have some resources. So we're going to have some links to some websites. And then you've also prepared some uh, PDFs that will be downloadable too. Yeah. Yeah. So one, um, 
that will probably be helpful to anyone that hasn't frequented like uh, a local market. We have one with, I think it's um, Stark, Summit um, are the main ones on there. So you can um, hop on there and see which one is closest to you. Great. We have a lot of them included. Good. Good. That'll be a great piece that they can uh, follow along because I know the downtown farmers market in Canton that ends in October, but the North Canton farmers market goes from outdoor to indoor uh, and it's year round. And then of of course, Hartville is every weekend. It's pretty much year round, either inside or outside or both. And they even have night markets. So there's a market that will hit anybody's need and you you have to go evening, weekend, midday, you know, midweek for, for a day market. So, and then again, other ones that um, I don't get to attend as often. I know they're out there. So that that's awesome that we Mm -hmm. were able to share that information. I love the storage flyer too on, you know, where to store the produce. So that's Yes. Hopefully that's helpful. Absolutely. Thank you for all your hard work on this topic. I love that we're talking farmers markets and I appreciate all your insight and it's great to see you and have you again. And uh, if anybody has any, yeah, has any specific questions about farmers markets um, that we can answer, I'll send them to Colleen. If you email us at where you matter at altcare.com. Sounds good. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, Colleen. Have a good day. Thanks. You too.